Hello, I'm Alice Barkley. I'm one of the volunteer narrators for Calibre. I've been doing this for nearly 10 years now and I've narrated 23 books. I'm based in Bristol and as well as narrating, I'm a professional actor. I work a lot in the theatre, mostly in the West Country now. I do a little bit of television work sometimes, the odd bit of radio and recording audio plays. And I'm also a qualified Iyengar yoga teacher, so that's something else I do. So my life consists of lots of different things. I'm the mother to two fabulous daughters, and that's part of the reason why I've ended up as a narrator for Calibre. When I was pregnant with my first baby, I asked Calibre if I might be a volunteer for them, knowing that I wouldn't be able to do my normal work for a while and feeling very sure that I wanted to carry on immersing myself in stories as often as possible. I'd been very lucky as an actor. Until that point, I'd worked all over the country for the RSC, the National Theatre, the Salisbury Playhouse, the Bristol Old Vic, all over the place. Um, but my life took me away from home very often and, of course, meant that I had to work very long hours of rehearsal and often six nights a week on a stage, which I was pretty sure wasn't going to work when I had a baby. I kept working during my first pregnancy on stage for as long as I could. I was in Swallows and Amazons at the Bristol Old Vic during Christmas of 2010 and 2011, and then I went back into a role that I'd previously played in Warhorse in the West End for a couple of months. It was when that ended that I got in touch with Calibre and eventually was on a train up to where they're based to have my training and pick up the equipment. The way that Calibre and their volunteers work is just fabulous and was so wonderful for me because it meant that being a volunteer was accessible. There is a training session to teach you how to use the microphone and the equipment and then Calibre lend it to you so that you can do all your recording at home, which for me meant that whilst my baby was sleeping and my partner was out, he's an actor, was out Performing in a play in the West End, I would sit in our cold and slightly dark sitting room and read books into a microphone, imagining that I was with lots of other people, imagining that I was telling stories to whoever I wanted to, which was such a fantastic opportunity. So in those early years of narrating, I would usually narrate in the evenings. It was a wonderful way of feeling like I was connected to people. As the years have gone on and since my daughters have gone to school, what I tend to do now is wait until I've got a gap in my other work and then give myself three or four or five or how many days it's going to take during the school day where I can sit and immerse myself again. I record in a room that we call the pod a spare, very small spare bedroom in the attic of our house in Bristol. But really, the opportunity to be able to do it around the rest of my life and at home has been really fantastic.
I'm a very physical performer, and so lots of the work I ended up doing as an actor, like Warhorse, like Swallows and Amazons, was theatre of a physical nature, a visual nature, ensemble theatre, which I absolutely adored. I found myself operating puppets almost every day of my life for some years. But I've also got a very strong draw towards words. I adore words. I adore their power to create images, to create feelings, to suck you into another world. So this work that I've been doing with Calibre has been a fantastic opportunity to really immerse myself in words, in stories, and to challenge myself to use just the medium of words to communicate all of the physical things that might otherwise be happening on a stage. When I record, I tend to do it quite physically. Though my mouth has to stay close to the microphone, I quite often find myself shifting my hips or my shoulders to help find a particular kind of energy for an atmosphere or for a chapter or for a particular character. My notes for the characters are often physical. So when I begin a book and come across a new character, I'll write that in a table next to where I'm recording. And my notes might be something like, lift your top lip, big teeth, or speaks out of the left bottom corner of his mouth, or droopy shoulders. And I find those kind of notes really charge my imagination and give me a, a very strong physical memory of what that character might be and therefore how they might sound. So that's the way I approach the characters and approach the narrating. Those characters are sometimes based on people I know. So a shorthand might be for me to just write down the name of a relative or friend who's got a very particular way of talking or a particular way of using their lips or their eyebrows. And all of that is a useful shortcut into the world of a story. Lots of the books that I've narrated for Calibre have been for young readers, some teen fiction and some books for children between about nine and twelve, which has been a really wonderful opportunity to come across books that I might not otherwise have known. Over this last year of the coronavirus pandemic, we've of course been separated from each other physically a lot, but brought together in some ways that wouldn't have otherwise happened, I think, because of it. And of course, that's had to be virtually through various digital platforms. One of the most fantastic things that's happened for me over that time is a wonderful voice teacher called Alison Bomber, who I first came across working for the Royal Shakespeare Company when I was 29, I think. She contacted many of the actors and collaborators that she'd worked with over the years and offered a voice session once a week on a Saturday afternoon. It began as a vocal warm-up, a way of keeping your voice active and in good shape physically and imaginatively too. It's developed into sessions which are sometimes that, 
which are sometimes looking in depth at pieces of Shakespeare, which are sometimes exploring poetry together and always doing something which she taught me and which I try to bring into all of my work, whether it's as a narrator, as an actor, as a yoga teacher. And that is to combine the voice, the body and the imagination. And I think those three things, those three intertwining threads, really, of audio work, but also lots of other kinds of work, are really crucial. And I feel so lucky to have had these weekly sessions with Alison and collaborators all over the world to keep visiting them and to keep them alive and developing and discovering. And that's something that I find every time I narrate a book for Calibre, I make a discovery, I take myself into another world and I hope I'm able to communicate what that other world is like to listeners. I always imagine one listener. I always imagine I'm talking to just one person. Sometimes that's a specific person, a member of my family or a friend. Sometimes it's an imagined person, an individual. But that sense of your voice going into one person's ear and imagination, I find very useful. I'm about to begin my next narration for Calibre, which is another book for young readers. I will be in my pod. I will bring up a nice big cup of tea. I will hope for a day without too many scaffolders or recycling lorries. And I will enjoy immersing myself in a story. Thank you very much for listening.